0: Good morning good afternoon good evening everybody whenever wherever you are in the world uh, we have uh, another podcast interview today and uh, I'm so glad to have you here and welcome uh, my my guest to the podcast uh, welcome Sarah how are you
1: I'm doing really really well today Elisa how are you I'm
0: very good very good So, Sarah, thank you very much for being here with us. And uh, tell us about yourself, uh, your background, and everything in between.
1: Beautiful. Um, Thank you so much for having me on here, by the way. So, I am Sarah. I own SaraJLorero.com, and I'm a business coach and mentor for coaches and creatives and service-based entrepreneurs who want to get fully booked out in their businesses. Uh, and so a little bit more of my background of kind of how I got into this is I've been in the online industry doing online coaching for the past three years and I have absolutely loved it. I have really, really felt a, a, a big connection to really building community online and really fostering relationships and creating um, impact. And once I also saw that just how how profitable the model can be as well and how much it can create financial freedom for women. Um, I then later transitioned into doing business coaching as well because I, I love it. I love it. I love seeing women experience that type of financial freedom. I love seeing women be empowered and empowering other women. And so, yeah, that's, that's a little bit more of how I, how I got here. Great. And,
0: uh, Before being a business coach, you told us that you have already been in the online space and what brought you into coaching and coaching online?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I started out, um, so even like a a way back story, um, I've struggled with anxiety a lot in my life, especially from my teenage years and and, um, really into most of my 20s. And I, I had, I started getting all these health issues, you know, like breaking out on my forehead, just a lot of different things that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. And at, back then I was also in a nine to five. Uh, I enjoyed my nine to five, but at the same time it was, it wasn't fulfilling for me. It didn't, um, like I, I would come home so, so many days and just feel like I wasn't doing anything in the world. And it really frustrated me. And so around the same time that all this was going on, I kind of discovered a holistic way to heal all of the things that were going on with me. And I as soon as I discovered that, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, like just by you know practicing yoga, doing meditation, really diving deeper into um, a more spiritual practice for myself. And, um, really being a lot more conscious of what I was putting into my body, I was able to heal so much of what was bothering me in a natural way. Um, and I got my yoga teacher training and I got my life coaching training and I, um, and then I started to, I started to coach and I started to do yoga and that flourished into an online business. And, um, and it was just, it was really beautiful at the time because I could, I, I really felt like with this business that I had just created, I, I felt like I had found a new purpose. And so it wasn't just about healing my own body. And it wasn't like, it even wasn't just about, you know, having this business, but it was also this, this new, like sense of thriving that I felt both in my body and in my mind. And, and eventually I was, I was able to, um, quit my nine to five and I moved to, so my husband's family has this beautiful organic farming cafe in Nicaragua and yeah. And so we, I think that was always just kind of the idea at the back of my head. This is the power of manifesting as well. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, we were able to move in, in January of 2018 and, so, you know, like here I am in, in all of these really beautiful and really incredible transitions. But it really, it all started and it all stemmed from me being, you know, in an unhappy place in my life and being in a place where that, that unhappiness or that, it manifested in a lot of different ways. It manifested in anxiety, it manifested in um, a f- quite a few health problems, Um, But at the same time, all of that planted the seed for where I am now. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. And um, how how do you now help your clients? Uh, How do you work with them? Uh, How do you help them creating the same life and lifestyle and business that you have created for yourself?
1: Yes. I love that question. Yeah. So I, I mainly work with coaches and service-based entrepreneurs and, um, I've, I've actually started a model for myself and for my business. This has helped me get fully booked with clients quite a few, like a few different times now. And so I, um, I work with them on that. I work with them with creating solid relationships with their communities I work with them to really release all of their doubts and their fears, and really uplevel their confidence through a lot of different mindset training um, and even some yogic practices that I've learned over the years. And really, my what I what I focus on with my business coaching is empowering my clients and giving them really amazing strategies that they can implement in their businesses. Um, so their businesses can become profitable and become sustainable um, so that they can, they can do the same thing. It's actually really interesting because I have a client right now who essentially did the exact same thing that I did. <laughs> and so She's, she's, she's location independent. Um, she's living in Mexico. She's living a, a beautiful life. And, um, and yeah, you know, anyone who is aspiring for that or who knows that they're who really feels like they. They know that there's something more out there for them. I mean, that's, that's the position that I love to work from. It's that whole position of, of aspiration, but not quite understanding how to get there. And what I do is I really create that process with them.
0: Great. And uh, in your vision, our relationship uh, and uh, like, self-love with yourself uh, help with uh, also the profitability of
1: your business oh absolutely and oh my goodness i (laughs) I have (laughs) so much to say about this because i've you know recently i've been making an incredible amount of profit in my business and it i I think that it also really, really stems from that, that place of self-love and I've worked with a lot of different coaches throughout the years and I've always had a really profitable business, but it wasn't until I really started owning my value a lot more that the doors just started opening up for me like crazy. And I, I know that a lot of female entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurs who are in the service-based industry, really struggle with this. It's this whole sense of not understanding how to own your own value. And a lot of the times that comes up in the form of um, discounting your services or offering a ton of free things. Or, you know, offering uh, a ton of bonuses just to feel like you need to convince other people to purchase from you or just it to feel like, you know, like there's something that that what you do isn't good enough. And I think that this really comes down to this whole idea of my work is enough, right? (coughs) My work is valuable. And once we approach our businesses, and especially our service-based businesses from that model, from this is way more than enough. Um, a lot of the times I, I do have clients who come to me and who really want to work with me and they're, you, you know, they're, they know that their model of business isn't sustainable and that's why they come to work with me because they want something that is a lot more profitable because they know that they have that value, um, but they have a very hard time communicating it because they're they're afraid of it, almost. And once we really tap into that self-love component of my work is enough, my services are enough, um, and I am really valued, really, really valued, and I offer incredible value for what I do, everything completely changes from a business model perspective because then you're no longer running after the wrong clients or trying to discount your services, or trying, trying so hard to get clients, you literally just show up with your value and show up in your own power, and that attracts people to you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, how do you, you know, since you are in this online world uh, a long time, how do you see all these like kind of frantic uh, um, money thing, you know, people just uh, speaking a lot about money, 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 money. And sometimes it feels like uh, we attach uh, our value and our self-love on how much money do we make uh, in our business.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, I think I think that is huge, Lisa. And I think that you yeah. really you're pointing into something that um, I've been starting to talk about, even with my my clients. I mean, it's this whole okay. Well, if I don't create a web, like if I create a webinar at the end of the month, then that means that I'm not going to get my clients for this month. And it's um, almost this desperation of you know, like the 10k months or the 5k months or the you know the six figure launch or whatever it is. And it's this, um, yeah. It creates this amount of desperation of if I don't have this, I won't be successful, right? Or when I have this, I will be successful. And it's it's really the other way around <laughs> <laughs> that everything works. And it it even you know I and everyone gets caught up in this, especially when you're first starting out. It's um, and. A lot of the marketing tactics out there, especially in this industry, are if you don't do things this way, you're not going to make it. And it's a really powerful you know, marketing strategy, but at the same time, it's very detrimental to a lot of people who can just get fully absorbed into that, right? Like fully buy into it. And the reality of, of online business is there, is there are so many different ways of creating wealth and creating profitability. Um, And the way that it works for even like, for example, one of my clients is is not the same way that it works for my other client. And so even my job as as a coach is to recognize what feels aligned and what feels good to each and every person, because that is what's ultimately going to create you more wealth, not just the thing that one person says. Um, And I think that it's very easy to get caught up into all of these numbers and, you know, not realize that this is, this is really a marathon that we're running, right? It's not a sprint. It's not a sprint to create the next 10K month and then the next 20K month or whatever it is. And when we really start to turn it around, and this is why I just love the law of attraction so much, is when we start to get into that high vibe and get into that space of, you know, instead of being... When I get a 10K k month, I will be happy or successful. Using that the other way around and saying, when I am happy and feel successful, I will make a 10K k month. Because that's really how it works. We need to empower ourselves first. And we need to really live in that feeling of, I already have everything that I need. I am already happy and really, and, and genuinely trying to make yourself happy on a daily basis love yourself on a daily basis because that is what's ultimately going to attract you to the high value clients. Um, the idea of just running after money or running after specific results is, is always, always going to leave us in a space of lack, in a space of, you know, I, I'm not worth it yet.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, and I love that you say that uh, you use the woo-woo, in your business yeah. <laughs> I love it <laughs> tell us a, a little bit more what do you mean? what kind of like spiritual principles you you mentioned the love of attraction what which, which, which kind of a principle do you apply into your business and with your clients?
1: Yeah, so I oftentimes call myself a practical woo strategist mm-hmm. <laughs> because i um, I think that There are different ways of teaching manifesting, and there are different ways of teaching the law of attraction, and I definitely do not want to teach people that they can close their eyes and imagine something, and it will magically appear. Um, I am totally the type of person who's a go-getter. I work with go-getter high-achieving clients, and I think that for people like us, um, we tend to do a lot. So we tend to just be like, okay, if I'm going to create you know, a six-figure business or if I'm going to create a lot of wealth or a massive impact in my business, I need to be working all of the time. And it's that type of mentality is, once again, that, that lack of self-love of just needing to work yourself to the bone in order to be successful. Um, and so what I teach within this whole Practical Woo is Let's focus on you getting into a high vibe mindset and let's focus on you, you know, really doing a few things in your business that work really well, creating those relationships um, and having focusing on that first, adding that to the strategy um, and seeing just how much quicker things start to happen for you. And so what I really love about the law of attraction and about manifesting is, is this whole idea of living as if. Like this is the, one of the biggest principles I live off of in my own business is what do I want? Do I want to get fully booked with clients? Do I want to make an incredible launch? Like what is it that I want with my business and how can I live as if I already have it? And so when you start to do that, um, a really helpful exercise that I do with my clients and even with myself is I write it down and I say, okay, who is the Sarah who's fully booked with clients or who Mm. is the Sarah who has, you know, like this many people in her community and is she different and is she doing things differently than I do now? Right. Um, is there a specific way that she talks to herself that I'm not doing now? Is there a specific way that she leads her life? Is there a way that she takes her vacations? And once I kind of figure all that out, or my clients figure out, all that out, then it then becomes, how do I become that person now to attract what I want to attract when, when that does happen? Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. And so that's, that's my, my biggest thing with manifesting. My big, biggest thing with law of attraction is that whole living as if. Um, I also love the journaling aspects of it. I love um, visualizations within meditations of really trying to go after the feelings of what you want. And so for me, and the way that I teach it is the feeling that you have from these things that you want and, you know, the, the woo the feeling of it is so much more important than the writing it down. Like even if you're, you're frustrated, right? And so you're like, um, I, I used to learn this from a few different people and I don't necessarily agree with it where it's just like you just kind of write the thing that you want down over and over and over again, but you don't attach any feeling into it, right? Um, and a lot of the times you're doing that from a place of, of unworthiness, of i need this thing in order for me to be successful and i find that once you create the feeling first and the feeling really does come from self love that whole feeling aspect is this understanding and realizing that you are worthy of these things right um, and getting into that feeling first i find is is so so powerful
0: perfect that's amazing and while well- I mean, how do you feel about, uh, because there are there are a lot of uh, like misconception, I feel, in the law of attraction and spiritual laws, uh, universal law that I also apply a lot in my coaching with my clients and in my life, but they all get very like um, distracted or they do not mm-hmm. understand very well when you say act as if,
1: mm-hmm. so...
0: What, how would you like uh, explain to someone that is not really into this principle and how can someone really apply this thing right now, today, in his life or life?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think this is the important part of writing down what act as if looks like and so, um, you know, when I was first taught um, this whole law of attraction and, and acting as if it was very much so, just like your mindset is off, Sarah. You need to work on your mindset, um, and you know, just go do the things that you really enjoy doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I would, I would do that, and I'd be like, oh, okay, and I would be, you know, down about whatever was going on at, at that point in time when I was first starting out, and I would, you know, like start doing the things that I wanted to do, but it, the, the mentality still wasn't there. I was doing these things that I wanted to do, but I was it, almost in my head. I was like, okay, if I, you know, practice two hours of yoga today, um, <laughs> this will somehow make me feel better. Or if I, you know, go for a run today, or if I go for a hike today, this is, and so I was like, okay, this doing something is going to make things happen for me, but it's not the doing part that makes things happen. It's the being part. Um, And so going for a hike won't really do a whole lot for you or won't really manifest a whole lot for you. For the entire time in your head, you're you're thinking, okay, I'm frustrated with my business and I really want to create more wealth or whatever. Um, You really need to be enjoying it, right? And just fully absorbing that and getting into a different energy. And so this is why I really like writing things down and the whole living as if goes, okay, well, if I was already making $10,000 a month, let's say, or if I was already if I already had an amazing launch for my program, what would I be doing differently and how would I be thinking differently? And so you you can start writing that down. How would I think differently? Um, I would, I wouldn't, I would no longer worry about whether or not this is going to work. So that's, you know, check Mark number one, that is living as Mm -hmm. no longer worrying about everything. So I'm going to stop worrying. Right. Um, You know, another thing can be, I would I would, or I would, have already invested in that coach that I really wanted to invest in. And so, you know, if it's on your radar, you check that off. Okay, I'm doing that. I'm up-leveling that. Maybe it's, you know, up-leveling your Facebook ads or, you know, saying I would no longer be afraid of what other people think of me. And so then check that back box out, you know, living as if you're no longer afraid of pe- what people would think of you literally means get into that space and get, get out of that comfort zone and start being okay with, you know, not caring what other people think of you. And the more that you kind of go through those, and let's say, for example, even the example of going on a hike and just being worried all the time about, um, you know, oh, I really want my business to work. You can go back to that whole living as if, and it's just like, wait, where did the Sarah would be Elisa who is, um already had a really successful launch, would she be worrying on her hike about, about these things? It's like, well, no. (laughs) And, um, and just replacing all of those thoughts with, you know, the thoughts of things are going to go really well. um, Things are going really well. And the more that you replace those thoughts, um, the more you start to expand in the positive thoughts. And so that, I guess that's my second Favorite thing about manifesting and law of attraction and and all this woo stuff is what you think about expands. And so, if you're constantly thinking that your business is going wrong or you're constantly worrying about this thing not happening for you, that is going to expand in more worry and more thinking about things are going wrong and finding the wrong things, right? Finding the things to criticize. Whereas, if we just start focusing and just actively, even if it's one thought a day, where we replace that thought with a more positive thought, those positive thoughts are going to start to multiply, right? And so then on your hike, instead of being like, oh my goodness, I'm so worried about all of these things, then you start to replace that thought with things are going really well for me right now. I'm really grateful. And then we actually start to enjoy these things that we, you know, have always enjoyed, um, without, without worrying all the time, without criticizing all the time, without getting into those, um, nitty gritties of, you know, like, why is this working? Why is this not working? Um, and from the law of attraction, you know, like what we focus on expands. And so that is going to create a lot more of what we want in our businesses and in our lives with obviously the inspired action.
0: Hmm. Absolutely. And uh, how do you keep faith uh, or how do you help your clients to keep faith during times of difficulty?
1: Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is a huge one, right? <laughs> this is a huge part. Yes. <laughs> And I, I, I just want to also throw that out there is that no matter how successful you think someone is, they are all struggling with Mm us and it's really, really, um, empowering when you hear that from someone, you know, who you really admire in business, um, you know, just because you have, you know, six, um, five figure months or whatever it is that you are like getting fully booked with clients. Um, just because someone has something like that doesn't mean that they don't still struggle mm. with these fears, right? Like they're multi-million dollar business owners out there who still struggle with having these fears within themselves as well. And so that's the first part is that we all experience this, right? So the difference though, is that um, really successful people learn how to keep the faith no matter what. And what I usually tell my clients when they're like, oh my goodness, you know, like I was expecting 50 people coming into this challenge and I only have 30 is, you know, like, how can you still hold on to that vision regardless? And how can you still live in those possibilities regardless? And so instead of really like focusing on all of those like worries, um, what I like to do is just really focus on the, the what ifs right like what if someone comes into your challenge last minute and signs up for your program and you have no idea where they came from or um and this has happened to me in my business so many times and this is just one of those things where you like you really just need you absolutely need to keep the faith and i mean i've even done that before i've purchased people's programs um not being on their lists not being anywhere near their communities i literally i think it was in may I signed up for two different programs. One of them was a, an intuitive money, money mindset coaching program. And I was not on the people's list. Mm-hmm. I was nowhere near their radar. And so they were both like, where did you come from? <laughs> and, and for me, it was, you know, one of my friends who's very spiritually oriented sent me some of, some of their emails because she was on their list and I got really inspired and I looked at them and I was like, wow, I really connect with them. And I ended up purchasing both of their programs. And honestly, they were both incredible, incredible relationships that I built and they really helped me with my business. And so even when I look from that perspective and when I look from the perspective of, you know, I, I've had amazing clients come out of nowhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so it's this, um, have you ever heard of Mike Dooley, Elisa? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> do, you do, uh, do you subscribe to the Letters from the Universe?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I really love the way that Mike Dooley teaches this as well, because once again, I'm kind of going back to the whole, like, I'm going to create a goal for this month. And if I don't make this goal for this month, everything's done. Oh my goodness. I'm a failure. Um, I really appreciate his way of Teaching this because, well, first of all, you can you can get clients or you can make your goals right out of the blue, right? Like always be open to all of those possibilities. So that's one way to let go of those fears. And the second way to get let go of those fears, um, and this is the way that he teaches it, is you know, even if you don't hit your goal that month, what if you hit that goal a week later? Mm. Or what if, you know, like you're asked, and so his example, I think was, um, asking for the million dollar year and, you know, getting to December the 31st and saying, oh my goodness, I did not make that $30 year. It's never going to happen. But what if that million dollar year happened to you in July? Or what if that million dollar year even happened to you in January? Are you just going to give up like right at the end of December or are you can, going to continue to have the faith to believe that mm. this happens? Um, and so one thing that I love saying to my community and to my clients, because this is so true, is that your success is inevitable. It's inevitable. The only way that you will not achieve success is if you stop trying, if you, mm. if you give up. Um, and so it's really easy for us to say, okay, I'm going to create a 10 K month or whatever it is this month. And then it doesn't happen. And then we're like, okay, this doesn't work. I'm going to (laughs) quit. But if we keep on going, um, and if we keep on just being open to all the possibilities that are out there without closing ourselves off to these, um, these very limiting beliefs that we seem to have about life and about our businesses, you know, what if that happens a month from now? And what if, you know, even a month later, you still make that goal that you wanted to make. And now it's just like, it's, it's amplified even more. Um, and so that is what I find really, really powerful is keeping that vision, keeping the faith and ultimately, you know, understanding and deciding what it is that you want. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to have a business where you're, you're happy and you're, you're Um, working towards your goals? Or do you want to have a business where you're always struggling and just kind of always thinking about the critical, right? Because we have a choice at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So if we keep, if we always constantly focus on the, on the bad and what isn't working, we're always going to see that, right? Yes. But when we really propel ourselves forward, and I mean, it's, it's not, it's not just a way of woo woo and it's not just law of attraction and manifesting. A lot of it is also the inspired actions and the strategies you use in your business to help you get there. But ultimately when when you continuously focus on the goods and, you know, tell yourself, okay, um, if it, like, even if it didn't happen right now, that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen in the future. Your success really is inevitable.
0: Absolutely. And then the other thing uh, I've, you know, I've noticed also reading the book from Mike Dooley mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, at the end of the day, what we want from, you know, our business, our relationship, the money, it's happiness. So mm-hmm. uh, we believe that, you know, having 60K a month or 50K or 10K or 2K it will make us feeling happy and better. But what if we start before feeling happy and so that we can attract uh, all these things into our experience?
1: Exactly, right? And that that goes back to the whole living as if, right? It's just like, well, what do you think that you're going to achieve when you get this? Well, and, and so if that's what you think you can achieve, why don't you start feeling that now, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and for example, uh, one thing I love, uh, like, doing for myself and also with my client is like okay you want to make 50k a month because you want to feel like abundant and rich so what if you take yourself today in a very luxury five-star hotel and you just stay at the reception you know in the hall drinking a coffee and I'm feeling <laughs> as if you are already living this life
1: I love it I love it. That's that's amazing. That is, and it's so true. I mean, like that's that is getting yourself into that vibe, and that is really what I think I'm I'm talking about as well when I talk about the feeling part, because that is the feeling part. It's it's different to be like, oh well, you know, like yeah, okay, I'm rich and abundant, or you know, like I'm gonna look at these things, but it's another thing to actually be in that place. That's why I think being in that place is even so much more powerful because you start to feel it a lot more. Exactly.
0: Right? Exactly. And uh, and it, I feel that uh, it all go back to self-love at the end. No?
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, it's this whole, like, you already have everything inside of you. You mm-hmm. already have everything that you need to be happy, right? Like, yes, money can create a lot. And, you know, it's not to discount money because money and financial freedom are incredible. Incredible things. Um, but, you know, we don't need to chase after them. We don't need to chase after them to get what we want. They can kind of just be a bonus, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what is the best advice you have received uh, in your business so far?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I've, I've really, I've worked with really incredible coaches and mentors throughout the year. Um, and in fact, I, it's funny because I was just watching a video from my very first coach and I was like, I still love you. Like, <laughs> you know, you're, like I, I still think that she's such an incredible human being. And I, I think that one of the biggest things that I learned is focus on being Rather than only on doing, mm. and I think that that transformed what I was doing in my business, um, because I think like I said before, and I think a lot of my clients are like this too, high achieving go-getters, we tend to think, okay, if we put all of this work and effort into everything that we do, that's what's going to make us successful. Mm. But a lot of the times, especially in the coaching industry, it's it's not. Um, it can be so much easier than working on a perfect email sequence. Um, as long as you continuously show up and be right, that is so much more powerful than creating five different opt-ins with five different freebies and you know like the perfect ads and the 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 perfect copy and things like that. Ultimately, what is going to connect you the most to your community is your energy and your presence. And that is what I really feel when I was told, you know, um, why don't you try focusing on being more than rather than doing? Because at that point in time, I was just doing. I was doing, doing, doing. I was getting on Facebook lives, but I was getting on my lives to kind of just like create a checkbox for Mm. everything that I was doing, right? It's just like, okay, now today I'm going to give this tip and yay, it's done. Um, But I wasn't really focusing on that energetic piece. And once I started focusing on that energetic piece, like I'm sure that you've, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if you started out the same way that I did. Um, But it's, it's literally so funny because now I'm, I'm very close to being fully booked in my business again, which is such a blessing. But every person who ends up wanting to work with me is just like, I trust you and I love your energy. Mm. And it's kind of funny because when you, like, especially for my clients who are first starting out, they're just like, I need the perfect niche and I need the perfect message and I need the perfect freebie. Um, But when you just put yourself out there and really align yourself to the values that you really want to attract and what you really want to do for your community, your community is just naturally inspired by that. And they're naturally attracted to that. And yes, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've done within my business and, and help my clients with that also helps, you know, my clients to be like, yeah, I do want to work with her. But at the end of the day, I think it's, it's such a blessing and it's such an amazing feeling for someone to say, you know, I've talked to other coaches before, but I really like you because I just get along with you. Right. Or like, you know, I, I love your high vibe and, um, That's just another way of just basically me and ultimately anyone who's listening to this is just to own who you are, right? Mm -hmm. Own who you are, own the energy that you bring to the table because that is what attracts people.
0: Absolutely. And uh, funny story is that uh, I started exactly... At the opposite of you, so (laughs) even if even if I am an high achiever driven woman, I was so into you know energy work and the being Mm. side that at the beginning of my business it was like uh, it was booming because I was so you know into the alignment piece and I was and I also was working obviously with the mentor from the first minute. And then I enter so much into the doing, 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 you know, the funnel, the email list, the website that uh, I see completely shifting, you know, my energy and my capability to attract uh, these uh, clients.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you saw everything kind of just like, did you see like a downward spiral after you started focusing on the copy? Yes. Yes like
0: right. for like for two months uh, yeah, i was like doing you know the the funnels the freebie the you know all my energy was the website all my energy was in there and i was mm-hmm. not nurturing uh, my inner mm-hmm. world uh, and uh, my zone of genius i love to work with my clients also helping them you know see what what is their zone of genius where mm-hmm. where they thrive mm
1: mm-hmm. It, isn't that so funny it, like you know when you and that's what we think that attracts everyone right we think especially when you're just starting out you think that it's all about the copy or, or at least for me and 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 the people who who I've worked with is the, it's all about the copy it's all about the funnels it's all about you know having your perfect website um and it's so funny how you started out the exact opposite way and I started out a different way but like we both noticed that our businesses weren't doing as well (laughs) when we weren't focusing on the energy piece, when we weren't focusing on the value piece, right?
0: Absolutely. And uh, what are you, Sarah, working on now for the near future?
1: Yeah, so um, a lot of exciting things are coming up it's um and it it's so funny cuz right now i'm i'm still i'm in this mode where i'm like i i have so many of those doing pieces to do mm-hmm. but it's it's great now cuz i have a team so i can yeah. just bring give some of the doing pieces to the team um and also trying obviously always trying to be in in that being component but i do have a challenge coming up um i'm not really sure when this is going to be aired so For now, I have a, you can grab your fully booked in 30 days checklist. So I did that in June of this year and I also did it before um, in January of last year. And I just have so many different um, tips on how you can kind of just excel that process. So that is at bit.ly slash fully booked in 30 if you want to check that out. But I'm always on Instagram. I'm always in my Facebook group, Fearlessly Free and Wealthy Females, and um, yeah, just providing value wherever I can. Um, Yeah, I guess that is that's that's what I'm working on right now. (laughs)
0: Amazing. And uh, what is a good uh, book um, or resources that you are reading or have read recently that you would like to? recommend to our listeners.
1: Ooh <laughs> I'm a huge reader. <laughs> um I I love reading things on the law of attraction and manifesting. Um and I would say that by far one of the best books that I've read um is The Big Leap by Gabe mm. Hendricks. That is an incredible book. I think that really transformed a lot of the ways that I saw my own life and and basically how I chose to define my own success. Um, so I've recommended that one a lot to my clients. Hmm. I, you know, funnily enough, I also, I subscribe to Mike Dooley's, um, letters from the universe that come Mm -hmm. to my inbox every morning. And I also subscribe to, um, the Abraham Hicks publication. Mm. That one's also really good. And so sometimes I share those on my Instagram stories because sometimes they're just so bang on and like (laughs) everyone needs to hear these. So that's kind of like my daily reading that I do on a daily basis. Uh, yeah. Gay Hendricks. The big leap. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of Gabby Bernstein, and mm. um, "The Universe Has Your Back" was really a, an amazing transformational book as well. And that I think that one really catches on to all of the the things that you were talking about in terms of fear, and you know, like how do you hold the vision when you have a fear, like when you're in the middle of a launch or anything like that. Um, that's a really amazing book. If if you struggle with things like that as well, I love her.
0: Amazing. And do you have like a a specific uh, morning routine or night routine to maintain like your vibration and energy
1: high? Yeah. Yeah. I love this question too. (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. So every morning I tried, I find it a lot harder to do nighttime routines. Although Mm -hmm. I, I always say I would, I would love to do it eventually, but so my morning routine, and it's not always 100% the same every morning, but what I usually do is um, I drink a full glass of water and then I either go outside for a run or I do yoga. And I am a like a yoga teacher, so sometimes I just kind of do my own flow. I float to my own music. And it's, it's always interesting too because I think people... Think that this stuff needs to be very rigid, but this morning I'm pretty sure I was flowing to Cardi B. <laughs> and I was just, you know, thinking about that and just how, you know, like if whatever music really empowers you and really makes you feel really great, that is what you're going to be wanting to be listening to as well. And then I just, it, it's then I, I switched from Cardi B to like Kurtan music, which is like just secret yoga music, right? <laughs> um, and I did that, you know, to work on a little bit of flexibility. Um, I always do a meditation every morning, whether it's 10 minutes or 20 minutes, I've been trying to get more so into the 20 minute meditations just to give my mind a break. Uh, And then I will journal a little bit on my goals on the impact I want to create and just any visions that I have for the future of my business. Uh, and then I eat breakfast and then I'm, I'm, I'm set to work. So some days that, you know, some days it's just 10 minutes of yoga or, you know, 10 minutes of running um, and then 10 minutes of meditation. And then other days it is um, a lot longer. So, so some days it'll be like 40 minutes of yoga or a much longer run and then a lo- much longer stretching session or something like that. And I think that. Um, that has really helped me to not stay rigid with it. Because if I feel rigidity, it feels like work rather Mm. than a routine, like Mm -hmm. a beautiful routine that I enjoy. Uh, So that's basically what I do every morning. And then another huge thing that that I had to do was really create boundaries around when I do client work. And so I really only start taking on any type of call at 10 in the morning, because I usually wake up around seven, six or seven. And by the time I get done that morning routine, um, I just want to make sure that 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 space, that sacred space that I have in the morning isn't interrupted. So that's another thing, is if you're going to have a morning routine, just make sure that there's there's no way that you can be interrupted from it because I used to take on uh, calls a lot earlier. And so the days that I took on the early calls, I wouldn't do my routine. Um, but then I, and that's another part of the whole, you know, like planning your business around your life rather than your life around your business. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I found that that really helps. Amazing. Yeah. So what, what type of routine do you have, Elisa?
0: <laughs> so, me too. I don't really like to have nothing rigid because I'm very, you know, flexible and uh, it depends on the dates, But uh, mm-hmm. I always, always meditate mm-hmm. and uh, journal. I have a practice also called uh, writing my reality. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. So I write, you know, everything uh, as if, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then uh, I do some yoga or I go walking uh, and um, I have my breakfast. listening maybe to some Habra mix uh, or Mm -hmm. some music. uh, And then I don't check like my phone for at least uh, one hour and a half uh, after being, you know, awake.
1: Beautiful. I love that that whole checking the phone thing is, is I think something that we can all learn from. I disabled all of my notifications on my phone actually. So I don't yeah, have any because it's it just. That's great. Happening. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So Sarah, thank you very much for being here with us. And uh, it was uh, amazing to listen to all your wisdom and your advice. And, uh, I wish you so much uh, luck and happiness uh, in your life and business.
1: Thank you so, so much for having having me, Elisa. It's been such a pleasure to even talk about all of these things because I feel like we need to start talking about these things more. So thank you for, for sharing the platform for it as well.
0: Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.